Welcome back to the Send 938 podcast, a ministry of Baptist Missions designed to encourage, equip, and inspire the next generation of missionary servants and the churches who will send them. I'm your host, Steve Anderson, Administrator for North American Ministries, and I'm in the Global Ministry Center today, joined via Zoom by our Director for Editorial EBI, better known to some of our mission family as EBI, in Sebring, Florida, Bruce Burkholter. It's good to have you with us, Bruce. Thank you very much. Glad to be here with you. So that everyone who's listening knows a little bit of who we're talking to and what's going on there in Sebring. Uh, Bruce, you and your wife, Lisa, joined the mission back in 2004, uh, came to us from church planting ministry in Mexico City and a theological training ministry there at uh, one of our BMM church plants, a uh, ministry that uh, I understand Otis and Beulah Pinkston were part of starting that church. Is that right? Yeah, they started the church. Yeah, That's correct. So some of our family would know them. Otis went on to be in the chair that you're sitting in. Well, maybe not the exact chair, but in the <laughs> the position that you're in. Yes. And uh, you moved then from Mexico City to Sebring, Florida, to join our our EBI team, which is our Spanish publication ministry, and uh, are now serving as the director for that ministry, which is a, a growing, thriving ministry, and is the topic of conversation for our podcast today. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the history of EBI, but certainly want to want to understand better some of the projects that are underway, the scope and philosophy of ministry that has carried um, a a large and growing ministry team forward in these last few years. And so share with us a little bit about what you know of the history of EBA, EBI. Excuse me. Um, and I told you before we began, I, I would refer to you as your public name, Editorial EBI. And maybe you can explain to us the difference for those that know uh, the ministry simply as EBI. Yeah, EBI, for a long time, we've identified as Editorial Bautista Independiente, which clearly under, um, explains and identifies our doctrinal position. However, as a publisher, um, trying to trying to to communicate our distinct doctrinal beliefs to others, even outside of our sphere, many of whom don't understand what an independent Baptist is. Um, And even uh, booksellers throughout Latin America who are not independent Baptists, who are willing to carry our books and make them available, um, we thought it would be better to identify ourselves as Editorial EBI. So we're not changing our beliefs. We're not changing who we are. We're not ashamed of the name. It's just a practical move. We don't want our name to be an obstacle to anyone to read our books. So again, we want to communicate. We might talk about this further. We want to communicate our our unique, and I say unique, our, our independent Baptist doctrinal beliefs. We want to communicate those as clearly as possible to as many people as will listen. Yes, and so we was, we just saw a name that that fit within the marketplace and, and and would better serve what we're trying to accomplish. Good. Well, Editorial EBI has been doing that since 1960, right? The yes. ministry started with a, a couple of BMM missionaries from Spanish-speaking Latin America who uh, moved to Puerto Rico to begin this this ministry. So, what was the impetus for that? What what was it that drove them to say? We need to begin producing material. Yeah, both of these missionary families um, understood as they were planting ministries in their specific locations that that there was a lack of resources that reflected our doctrinal beliefs. Um, And again, the the gospel at that time, we're talking 60 years ago, the gospel was still um, young and immature in Latin America. 
So you know, it, arri- it had arrived on Latin American shores with missionaries some 50, 75 years before that, but it was still rather immature. The church was not large and strong and, and even growing um, that much back then. But, but, but as the missionaries planted churches and slowly began those ministries, they sought resources in Sunday school and discipleship and leadership training that would reflect what they believed, what we believed, and they had a hard time finding those. And so they felt compelled by the Lord to unify their efforts and to start a publishing house that would reflect our doctrinal beliefs and would be able to publish and to communicate those beliefs broadly throughout Latin America. So you have referred routinely to being a publisher. Is that a publisher of new works alone, or are you also involved in in the process of translating existing works that you've you've received permission to reproduce and and distributing those as well. Is there a blend of those? Yeah, it is a blend of those. Um, there are not a lot of of works that are arising from Latin America as of yet. As the Latin American church matures, um, as more and more men uh, receive advanced theological degrees and are able to write and articulate clearly more and more resources are available. So this year we published, I think, um, three books, four books this year by national authors, written by national authors, and books that are not available in English. These are, these are brand new books that we're the first ones to publish. But the truth is just, this, there's just not a lot to fill up our publication calendar. And so the, the American church or the English-speaking church still provides an abundance of good quality resources that are available for international rights. And we negotiate those rights with uh, publishers in the United States. And those then require translation and editing, and then the whole process that moves them toward uh, printing. But, But in reality, we do both. We publish works that have arisen in Latin America in the Spanish language, and works that have been written and published in English, and those we translate and then uh, make available in Spanish. So you mentioned publishing uh, three or four original works this uh, this past year. How many how many projects on an annual basis do you have underway? What what what's the well, work? Yeah, on our on our calendar, we run twenty five to thirty projects at a time. Um, it takes about two years from the time we sign a contract on a particular title until its publication date. And there's a lot that has to be done. The process is very long. Uh, 30, 40 steps to go from the beginning all the way to the end. So we have about 25 to 30 titles at any particular time. Um, each year, we're publishing about 15 to 20 of those titles. And so it, it, it seems like it would be really simple to just hit command P and hit and print it, you know, and that, and that how it works. <laughs> yeah, boy, that would be really nice. <laughs> So the scope of the scope of work, yeah, and and the workload that's underway uh, obviously facilitates a large team, and you don't need to to rehearse every member of that team. But but how many folks do we have working either as a um, a volunteer, which we have some of those that that we're working with either in Sebring, um, or full time employee, or contracted partners working in Latin America? Um, what's what's the size of the team that you're that you're directing? Yeah, we have, we have roughly 10 ministry team members that are active Baptist mid-missionaries at this time. Okay. Then we have a number of volunteers that work with us uh, here at the home office. 
Um, we have a number of a couple of nationals that are part of our team now that are that are contract workers, but, but they serve on our team also. And then we have uh, three families that are on deputation to join EBI. So, so you know, we have fifteen to twenty that form in one way or another our ministry team family. And I, I think we've mentioned this, but you're headquartered there in Sebring, Florida, but your reach is much further than than even just the shores of Spanish-speaking communities here in the U.S. Obviously, we've mentioned some national partners, but how many countries are are you shipping resources to? Yeah, we have distributors now in 25 countries around the world. And they're not all nations that we would think of as Spanish-speaking nations that you're shipping to, are they? Yeah, most of them are Spanish-speaking nations. Yeah, when I mentioned those 25 distributors, those are all Spanish-speaking nations except for the USA. Um, we have distributors here in the United States of America, but that's because of the large and sure, growing yeah. population. Here. Well, we we have the second largest population of native Spanish speakers in the world living here in in the U.S. So, correct. Yeah, and our materials now are available through that dis- distribution network in more than a hundred bookstores throughout Latin America. And so, by God's grace, our footprint is growing larger. We're influencing a, a larger and larger segment of the evangelical church and, and specifically the independent Baptist church amongst them. But, but again, we're ministering as broadly as we can and communicating our beliefs to them. Surprisingly, we have uh, Spanish congregations that order from our website. Anybody can order from our website. That's distinct from our distribution network. Um, and we have Spanish congregations in some unusual parts of the world that order from us where you wouldn't think we have a church in, in Tokyo, Japan, that orders material from us, uh, a church or two in Australia. I know a church in Germany, a Spanish-speaking church in Germany has ordered from us. A church or two in Africa has ordered from us also. So it does speak to this this large global um, migration that has taken place from all over the world, from one part to another part, where you find Spanish-speaking people in places that you wouldn't expect. But we have an opportunity through the internet and through our distribution network to minister um, to many of those folks all throughout the world. So this is a, um, it's, it's kind of unavoidable that this would be to some degree, a commercial operation. You're, you're producing and distributing selling materials, but there's a philosophy of ministry that undergirds this. And, and it's certainly not one that, that focuses primarily on the commercial success of what's being done. So talk to, talk to us a little bit about the philosophy of ministry that, that guides what you're doing. Yeah, our philosophy of ministry is to serve the Latin American church um, or churches in the, through the publication of doctrinally sound. And by doctrinally sound, we mean materials that are consistent with the doctrinal statement of Baptist mid-missions. Mm-hmm. We want to produce materials that are doctrinally sound and also that are Christ-centered, that there's a focus on the gospel and understanding that Jesus Christ is the answer to um, all of our problems, from our problem of redemption to our problem of sanctification as well. Christ in the gospel is the answer to that. And we want to communicate materials that, that, that we want to publish materials that clearly communicate that message to churches throughout Latin America. And again, if I could define our specific target audiences, independent Baptist churches, we want to make sure and hit them because that's who we are. 
Yeah. But the truth is we want to communicate our distinct doctrinal beliefs as independent Baptist dispensationalists. We want to communicate those beliefs to as many people that will listen. And so we're thrilled. We are thrilled that our books are available throughout all of Latin America and that people from all different doctrinal persuasions are purchasing our books and that these books are making a difference in their life. So you mentioned the website. Uh, if someone were to go to ebi-bmm.org, there's a whole list of, of products that are available. What are, what are some of the materials? You mentioned books, but there are also resource materials. There are training, training resources. Yeah. So EBI started um, um, one of our, one of our key um, lines, publication lines for years has been Sunday school material. Mm-hmm. EBI publishes an entire Sunday school curriculum. It comes from regular Baptist press. Um, but um, from primaries to juniors to intermediates, three years of primaries, three years of junior, three years of intermediate, nine years of adult Sunday school titles. So we publish an entire Sunday school curriculum that is available all of the time. Uh, we have a, a six-volume discipleship series that comes from Campus Bible Fellowship. Again, it's a, it's a Baptist mid-product. It was written mm by the individuals at Canton Campus Bible Fellowship, and we publish those discipleship materials as well. Um, We do have the theological curriculum, and that is, and I wish we had more courses, but we have uh, six uh, courses that are written university level that um, provide the professor with teacher's notes, student's notes, all of the illustrations, um, PowerPoint, the tests are all available. It's a complete course for the, the professor. And uh, we have six or seven of those titles. Uh, we published uh, John Whitcomb's chronologies of the Old and New Testaments. So there, there are nine different tablets of, that document the chronology all the way in the Old Testament yeah. from Abraham to Moses to, to, the, <laughs> to the Babylonian exile. They are excellent yeah, tools. Yeah, they are. Really I, excellent tools. I have one of those from a course that I took from John in college on the book of Daniel. Had the privilege of being one of the last classes that he taught as an adjunct at uh, at Faith Baptist Bible College. And it was in the book of Daniel, and he had he had that, that tablet timeline. I, I remember it distinctly. And uh, used it several times as a reference point in my pastoral ministry. <laughs> well, they're wonderful, quite honestly, when you're studying Scripture and you're trying to to, to synchronize yeah, different, absolutely. different prophets with kings and different events that take place in the Old Testament. Yeah, they're excellent tools, and we're really proud to publish those. So, And then several years ago, we, we began uh, publishing um, works on biblical counseling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we published... Christ-Centered Biblical Counseling by Steve Byers and Bob Kellerman, The Theology of Biblical Counseling by Heath Lambert, um, The Dynamic Heart by Jeremy Pierre. These are really, really good books. We have an entire series of what we call mini books. They're 25-page little booklets on different issues related to biblical counseling. So uh, anger issues in your children, um, intimacy problems in marriage. I mean, there's a whole array of them that help both the counselee, but also provide really solid tools for the counselor. Yeah, well, well. Uh, So we do a lot of those, and we publish multiple titles of biblical counseling every year. Um, and then we're delving into theology. We have Rollin McCune's Systematic Theology, which is an 
excellent systematic theology. In fact, it's really one of my favorites. And I say that not just because we publish it, but because in this systematic theology, it doesn't just explain the theology and then throw in a, a couple of verses at the end to support it, but it exegetically supports his theology all the way through the book. And I really appreciate that yes. because it gives me a biblical basis for what I believe, not just an explanation of what I believe. So I really love that book. Um, we're about to publish um, Leon Wood's book on the Bible and future events, a good premillennial dispensational book. Um, yeah, so we're, yeah, so we're doing a number of books on theology right now, and then the Christian life. Uh, we, we just about published, just about ready to publish in partnership with Answers in Genesis, a book on the, the birth process as an answer to abortion. So it demonstrates how the life of the fetus in the womb grows, and it articulates a, a biblical theology of, of, of birth, if you will, and, and explains why abortion is wrong, and then how do you, how do you minister to ladies who have um, had, had an abortion. So that's an excellent book that we're publishing. Another really timely book that we're publishing is called Blue is for Boys. It's written by one of our national uh, Hispanic authors, but but it articulates how you, it's written to mothers, how mothers raise biblically masculine boys in this toxic environment in which we live. Yeah. So how do you promote masculinity as a mother from a biblical standpoint? And it identifies masculinity, not not based upon on cultural stereotypes, but it put forth, puts forth Jesus Christ as the ultimate example of biblical masculinity. So how you train your boys to follow Jesus Christ's model. Really, really good book. We're, we're pleased to publish it. So those are the type of resources that we publish. And um, you, yeah, by God's grace, we'll continue to do so. You mentioned so many, um, to me and probably many of our listeners, well-known um, institutions or, or publishing houses or authors here in the U.S., and then you mentioned a number of uh, Latin American authors. How is it that those connections are made? Are, are you out, uh, or you or one of your representatives out kind of beating the bush and looking for that, or are there some who are approaching you, or is there a blend of both? What's the what's the process for getting something published through EBI? Yeah, yeah it is a blend of both. Um, uh, one, of the, one of the authors that has published we've published two of his books this year, Josue Ortiz. His father was one of our students in the seminary in Mexico City. Mm. His father is planted a church, Iglesia Bautista Roca Eterna, in the south end of Mexico City, and he raised up Josue Ortiz. They came to the States, studied at Pensacola, got his doctorate at, at the Master's Seminary. He's now pastoring a really vibrant, growing church in South Mexico City. But we had that relationship for a long time. And so he reached out to us as a friend and said, hey, Bruce, I got a couple of books that I'm writing. Um, would you be interested in publishing them? And we're really proud to publish in a really, really good book. One is called The Big Story, Una Gran Historia, that talks about the overarching biblical narrative that we find in scripture. It's not multiple stories. It's really one story. And then he published another book that unpacks that a little more deeply called The King and His Kingdom, El Rey y Su Reino. And so, so but again, he was, I don't want to say he's one of ours, but his father was trained in the school that we started in Mexico City, and he's a product of that. Yeah, very cool. Um, one of our authors is in Spain, and he 
is just loved EBI books. And he reached out to us and said, hey, I got a commentary on the book of Ruth that I've written. Would you be interested in publishing that? And we read it and loved it and published it. And now he's working on another commentary on the book of Daniel. Um, one was uh, our representative, Armando Melo, was in conferences throughout Latin America. And so he encountered this, this um, godly Christian lady that has written books for others. And she had a topic that she wanted to write on, and she pitched it to us. And we said, hey, we really like this idea. Would you write this book? And so, yeah, they come from multiple sources. As we build relationships, as, as our, um, if I can say it this way, as our brand has become more and more well-known in Latin America, people are looking to us more and more to publish their books as well. The publishing game, it's a challenge in the, in the digital age in which we're living, isn't it? There, there are some real advantages to putting digital materials in front of people, and then there are some distinct disadvantages to a business model that's built around printing and publication. So maybe you could talk a little bit about how EBI is, is meeting that challenge. And Yeah, well, digital books, digital books are in higher and higher demand. There are several platforms in Spanish and Latin America that allow us to offer digital books to um, – to our ministry partners or customers in Latin America. So all of our titles are available through Kindle. But at the same time, most all of our titles are picked up by Logos also. So within the Logos Bible software, you can find most all of EBI titles. They, mm-hmm. they love our titles. They pursue them. They ask for them. So our books are available both in printed format and in a digital format. And even we're exploring the possibility eventually of audiobooks. So yeah, the, the print media, the digital media, these are complexities that 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 are part of the publishing industry anymore. And we as a publisher must offer our books at all of those platforms because people have different um, likes and people have different opportunities. And so we want to make our books available through as many platforms as possible. But, but one of the areas in which we are seeking to grow is, is what's called free, valuable content. And um, a year and a half ago, we opened up the EBI blog. And through this blog, blog, we publish twice a week articles on biblical counseling, theology, practical areas of ministry, just the gamut, if you will, of topics and resources that are pertinent to the strengthening of the national church, the growth of the national church, the growth of individual believers, the rising up of national leaders. We publish resources twice a week that are free through our EBI blog and that minister to those needs. And the truth is that it's growing. And we praise the Lord for that. Last year, we had 27,000 visits to our blog. Uh, this year, we already have 22,000 visits through the month of July. And so the blog is growing, which is encouraging to us because we're able to offer good, doctrinally sound, biblical content to people without having to purchase a book. Yeah. But as you mentioned, that that places increasing demands on our ministry team because somebody has to write those yeah, articles. You, you need authors. Or edit those articles or, or select those articles And then we have to make those available through a variety of social media platforms as well. So our blog is not just available via our website. Our blog is available um, through our EBI blog site. 
But then we also posted on Facebook, we posted on Instagram, we posted on Twitter, and all of those demand a certain level of, of, um, of complexity in communicating those in a way that, that is contemporary. And I don't mean that in a bad sense, in a way that looks, um, that looks, um, that looks, yeah, contemporary, that, that yeah. resonates with people yeah. who are, who are seeking to read it as well. And so, yeah, we have a team of people who do that. We do have um, Jeff Butler who will be joining our ministry. He just was approved by Baptism Admissions. And we would say anybody that's listening to this blog, please have Jeff and Mandy to your church if you're a pastor. <laughs> shameless plug. That's right. Shameless <laughs> plug. We would love for them to present their ministry in your church. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. But Jeff comes, Jeff comes highly capable. He's done social media for a real estate firm, and he wants to bring those same abilities to EBI and enhance our ministry via these social media platforms Good. as well. You have anything else you want to add here? No, I, I think that we've covered everything. I mean, I, I think I would like to, to give a shout out to our entire team because what we do, although often I'm the face of EBI, what we do requires yeah. an entire team. It's okay. an extensive process. And God has brought to EBI highly, um, well, let me say, first of all, godly individuals and highly qualified individuals. Um, some of which didn't know they had those abilities before they came to EBI. But God brought them to EBI and they discovered that God had equipped them in ways that they were not aware of. And each one of them plays a really important role in what we do. So the, the 10, 15 ministry team members, nationals that have joined our team, those that are on deputation that will join our team, all of them, by God's grace, we form a, a really good cohesive unit that, that God is using to put this whole ministry together, be it, be it the selection of books, be it the preparation of books, the printing of books, be it social media, being talking to, to bookstores and representing us in conferences in Latin America. EBI's team works together, and I praise the Lord that I have the opportunity of working with godly people like them. It's one of the greatest blessings of my life to serve alongside of these people. Well, praise the Lord for that. Well, if you're interested in knowing more about Editorial EBI, I'd be happy to connect you by sending us a note at send938 at bmm.org, and we'll put you in touch with Bruce and the folks down there in Sebring, Florida. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And as always, no matter what listening platform you're using today, make sure to leave us a five-star review and a comment that would help others find this, the Send 938 podcast. As always... We'll see you back here next Wednesday.